The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Leadership today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not-for-profit goals and how you can apply the Adesis Methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak Adesis. Hello, 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 Sunny Santa Barbara. Again, this is the pre-recorded, unfortunately, because I'm traveling and leaving again from Russia and Europe and lecture tour and consulting tour, so I'll be back only in June. I need to pre-record this show for you guys to be able to listen to it. Again, I'm asking all of you, please write to me. Ichak, I-C-H-A-K, at adizas.com. Any comments you have about this show or questions you have so that I know that somebody is listening out there and I hope also benefiting from it. Probably in the next set of 13 sessions, I will start interviewing. Right now, I'm trying to first give all the materials so that we have tools to understand what we are interviewing about. In the previous session, the previous broadcast, I dealt with how to define a corporate mission, an organizational mission. And by the way, it also applies to personal life as well. But that I leave to millions of books being written, people that are interested in self-actualization won't get into it. I would rather get into managerial, organizational issues like how to make that mission possible. And what's the difference between mission, vision, and strategy? Mission is what do we need to do and why. Stop right there. Good enough to have a clarity of direction. Strategy is how are we going to achieve the mission. So we have a marketing strategy and a financial strategy and a production strategy and a human resources strategy that deals with how. And it's derived from the why and what, from the mission. The how is driven by the what and by why and what. It's driven by what are the opportunities we have to address, what are the values we want to keep, which we want to drop or develop, all of those variables impact the strategy that we are going to have. And what's a vision? Well, vision is how are you going to look like if your mission is being accomplished. 
not just mission for the next three years, but a little bit longer. So you kind of abstract your vision into further into the future and say, okay, let's describe how we look like if all our missions are accomplished to find happiness in a sense, to find the most desirable state of affairs. How does it look like? And that's a vision. It is what we are doing. Is how we are doing it. And you kind of uh, describe it in the present tense. Your vision should be described in the present tense. It is what we are doing. It is how we are doing it. It is what the competition is doing. It is how our clients are treating us. And as you describe the future in present tense, you feel very comfortable about where you are going and what you're trying to achieve. Identify with it, integrate it with it, and it will move you into the future more easily when you're more confident or more in peace with yourself in what you're doing. That will be a vision. So we now have a differentiation between mission, which is a shorter range than vision, and we have a differentiation from strategy, which is how we're going to be going about achieving our mission. And what's the difference between mission and goals now? Well, goals are measurable, verifiable, future-oriented, with a time dimension for how long are we talking about. Variables that we want to achieve in order for the mission to be realized. You translate mission into goals. While there is only one mission that integrates everything that you need to do in order to address the opposites of the future, goals are multiple. There must be at least, I underline this at least, at least four goals in order to realize your mission. A goal for every major subsystem of the organization. Client interface goal, transformation goal, human factors goal, and financial factors goal. Client interface really involves marketing and sales. What are you going to do out there in the marketplace? That's one goal. Transformation is operations, the guts of the organization. What are you going to do with it in order to achieve your mission? And human factors, what are you going to do? How are you going to go about human factors management? And then how are you going to go about financial side of the organization? These are the minimum four goals. There could be eight because every subsystem, any one of those functions, has its own sub-subsystems. As I said, client interface is marketing and sales. Transformation is production or operations, and new product development or technology. Human factors as the human resources development versus human resources administration, and the financial factors as finance versus accounting. So now you read if you want to go a little bit deeper, you should have eight goals. Now, if you really want to be real sophisticated, you should have more than eight goals. Each one of these eight goals are split into two. So now you have 16 goals. What 
differentiate between, it's not really me, it's a sociologist by name of Amitai Tsioni came up with it, and I think it's a very good idea, which I incorporated into my theory and my practice. It differentiates between deterministic goals and constraint, with a T at the end, T like in Thomas, constraint goals at the end. What is that? Deterministic goals are the goals you want to achieve, you have determined to achieve. Usually they are the goals that the more is better or the better is more. That's what you want to get done. That's what you want to achieve. That's why we call them deterministic goals. And what are constraint, not constrained, but constraint, constraint goals? Those are conditions you don't want to violate. And not to violate a certain condition. It's a goal in itself. That's also a goal. But it's a different goal. It's not something you want to achieve. You want something you don't want to violate. Let's take an example from the business world. Because the deterministic goal could be market share. The more, the better. Constraint goal is no more than 5% bad debt. What's going on here? Well, in order to maximize your market share, you might be selling to more and more marginal clients. And guess what's going on? As you're selling to marginal clients, your bad debt is climbing higher and higher and higher. And maybe you will achieve a fantastic goal of market share, but when you look at the combination of market share and bad debt, you're going to say, oh my God, what the hell did we do? Which is what happened to the banking industry with a 2011-2012 financial disaster we have here. They were trying to get more and more and more and more clients, more and more and more money, and they had toxic portfolios. And the totality was a disaster. It can be applied also to personal life. Your deterministic goal is career, developing your career, making maximum money maybe. Well, what's the constraint goal? Quality of life. You don't see your family, you don't see your children, you're your health. So you want maximum career development? Yes, but under a certain condition. No more than two weeks away from home, for instance, or whatever. There must be limits. There must be boundaries. Now, those boundaries have to be set consciously. Usually, we set the boundaries after we violate them. Then we say, oh my God, what have we done? Hey guys, from now on, we are not going to do this anymore. <laughs> this is like changing your lifestyle after having a heart attack. Good luck. It might be a very dangerous way to live. What I'm promoting is, is conscious management. You're conscious about what you do. You understand the repercussions of your decisions. And you manage your life rather than your life manages you by reacting to crisis that life brings to you. You should have deterministic and constraint goals for each one of the subsystems. Now pay attention. What is deterministic for one subsystem can be a constraint for the other subsystem. Let me give you an example. Many, many years ago. Oh, my God. I was embarrassed to tell you how many years ago. Shows how old I am. 
I had a client that were in the pen business. They were producing pens. Those, um, not with ink, what is it called? With a roller pen. You know, the instant. And they had a problem. The problem was either they had too much inventory or not enough inventory. They had too much inventory that just coming out of, you know, <laughs> not enough space. And all at once, they don't have enough inventory, and they have to produce it on demand and send it by air, and it was very expensive. So what happened? They hired a consultant, and the inventory control consultant, and he took some mathematical models and uh, looked at the cost of losing clients versus the cost of having inventory, and came with a mathematical model of what is the optimal inventory that the company should have. It didn't work. What? They came to me, and here is what they found out. I will tell you after the break. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. The ADESIS management methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. ADESIS management methodology is delivered by the ADESIS Institute with offices worldwide, introducing a new management paradigm. Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The Adesis Speakers Bureau can present the Adesis methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two- four- or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, visit www.adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. What they found out is the polling thing. The company was managed at that time, 30, 40 years ago. I call it in a vulgar way, managed by results. Everybody has his results, and if he achieves the results, he gets a bonus, and if he violates the results, he doesn't get the bonus. So, sales had the goal. KPI, results. 
so many sales, so many volume of sales. The more, the better. Go for it. Production had cost of production, which included the cost of inventory. Minimize cost. Production, the least cost, the better. And management was happy. If sales increases revenue, maximizes revenue. And production minimizes cost, wonderful, we can go play golf. Why? Because both of them are working hard, and the difference between revenue and cost is profits. I can play golf, have a nice cocktail party, and enjoy life. Profits are coming down the chain. But what happened? It is what happened. In order to maximize sales, and be sure there is enough inventory, sales will overestimate sales volume to be sure that production has enough inventory. Well, production found out from experience that the sales department is overestimating sales. So discounted, they discounted the sales figure. So if they assume that the sales is overestimating by 50%, they cut it by 50%. Now sales department found out that the production is discounting them by 50%, so they overestimated by 100%. Aha, you guys are overestimating by 100%. We discounted by 120%. You're discounting 120%. We overestimate by 200%. You see what's happening? Inventory was going up and down, too much, not enough, too much, not enough, up and down, up and down. Why? Each one was trying to predict the other, and there was no trust between the departments. They were working at cross purposes. Each one of them was sub-optimizing. As they were maximizing their own results, they were sub-optimizing the totality. What to do? Well, it is what you do. The goal of sales should be deterministic goal. Maximize and increase sales volume. Constraint goal, cost of production. Without violating cost of production. And what, if, what is deterministic for cost of for production? Minimize cost. What's your constraint? Sales volume. What does it mean? As you maximize your goals, ask the other stakeholders, how does it impact you? Because if it impacts you negatively, then I'm not optimizing. I'm sub-optimizing. It's not worthwhile what I'm doing by pushing my goals to the extreme. We, in other words, have to pay attention to each other. My goals, the deterministic goals, are your constraint goals, and your deterministic goals are my constraint goals. We have to work together. That will be the next level of sophistication. Ready? So you take the mission, you translate it into four goals, whatever subsystem, maybe even go further down, top subsystems, marketing, sales, versus production, versus engineering, etc. And for each one of them, give them the deterministic and constrained goals. One of the constraint goals could be the deterministic goals of the other departments. Then you look at the totality and you ask yourself, if the totality is being achieved, is the mission being realized? 
Nice, good. You have now goals. You have a mission, you have a goal. You might even have a vision. Say, we achieve all of this mission, how would we look like it? You look beyond the mission, which is, let's say, for three, four years. <coughs> Do we have a vision of ourselves? <coughs> Sorry, how we operate? How does it all look like so you can get a feeling of it, how the company is operating? And we have now goals. Now what? We need a strategy. What is a strategy? How the heck are we going to achieve our goals? And we need policies. What are the policies? How are we going to achieve our mission? And maybe we need some tactics. How are we going to do something today in order to achieve our objectives? What's going on now? See, a mission is translated or defined or interpreted into goals. Every goal is interpreted or, or, or articulated into objectives. And every objective is interpreted, articulated into tasks. Something that needs to be done immediately. What you're going to get here is a pyramid, a big triangle, mission at the top, and with four lines going down like a tent. Every line is a subsystem, client interface, transformation, human factors, and financial factors. And below mission, you have four goals for every one of the lines, and every line below that has objectives. Every goal has objectives. And below that objectives on the line, you have task. Every objective has multiple tasks. That is called the teleological hierarchy. It comes from the word telos in Greek, and telos means purpose. It is a hierarchy of purposes. How? Tasks, what we need to do now, achieve objectives, and our objectives achieve goals, and our goals realize the mission. This is the hierarchy of what? And what is above mission is that this discussion we had in the previous session, who are we, what should we do, what we can do, what we do, what is changing in the environment, what are the changes in values we need to do, what are the open threats for which we derive the mission. And that piece of the chart is called the why. Why the mission? And then the theological hierarchy is the what hierarchy, what do we need to do to achieve the mission. So here you have the why and the what. Now go to the right of this chart, and we're going to develop the how. We're getting a parallel mirror triangle to the triangle of the theological hierarchy. At the top of that how triangle is the word policy. And policies are decisions that will guide, protect, assure that we do not violate the relationship between deterministic and constrained goals. To be sure that it synchronizes the goals to achieve the mission. For instance, you have 
a policy. We don't sell on credit. Why the hell is that a good policy? Because it assures the balance, the harmony between market share and financial goals. Because by not selling on credit, that is the right balance between how much market share do we want versus our financial goals. If you didn't have this policy, you might increase your market share, but maybe threaten your financial goals. Why? Because you you, you need much more working capital, you cannot raise the money, and all at once your sales are going up, but you might find yourself into trouble financially. Or we promote from within. Opa, what is that good policy? Because it's a real relationship between organizational growth, markets, vis-a-vis development of people. By developing from within, promoting within, you might not be growing as fast as by promoting from the outside, but that's the balance that you want. So policies are decisions that will synchronize, harmonize the different goals that are incompatible. So that's the first part of the triangle of how. What is below policy? Strategies. What are strategies? How the different objectives are supposed to achieve the goals? That's why you have marketing strategy, sales strategy, production strategy, engineering strategy, human resources development strategies. What would be a good production strategy, for instance? Do you want to have a centralized production, or do you want to have a scattered production around the world? Do you want to have the production next to the market, or do you want to have the production next to the raw material, or to the suppliers, or to the shipping lane? Where do you want to locate your production? That is a strategy. And what is a marketing strategy? Well, how do you want to penetrate the market? Is it a push or a pull strategy? And by the way, here you can use PAEI very well. And that, what is PAEI? I have to go back to my podcast or to my books. You can have a P strategy, which is what? We are better than our competition in satisfying our client needs. Or an A strategy, we are better in service. Or it could be an E strategy. We are better in innovation. We're constantly coming with new things. So what, what, what is your marketing strategy? Are you going to do it through innovation? If you're always with the latest product out there, like Apple is, or is it through the service, or is it through the functionality? What is your marketing strategy to differentiate yourself in the marketplace? And human resources strategies, promotion from within, how do you want to distribute the rewards, do you, what do you want to reward for, and how, and financial strategies, how much equity versus debt, and, uh, and how much liquidity do you want to have, and how much reserves do you want to have. These are all strategies for the subsystems to achieve the goal of the company, and policies are how to achieve the mission with the goals in mind. And what are tactics? How to fulfill the task so that the objective can be achieved? Now we have a hierarchy of how tactics, strategies, and policies. Now please realize it's a triangle. There are very few policies, many strategies, 
and a heck of a lot of tactics. God forbid you have very few tactics and you have a lot of policies. That's going to kill you. That's going to bureaucratize you. So you have to differentiate between what is the policy, what is the strategy, and what is the tactics. How to make the differentiation in the next segment after the break. Thank you. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about applying the ADESIS methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the ADESIS methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and leading highly effective teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs. Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades. Core concepts include the proven Adesis theory and spiral dynamics, an emerging theory of human social evolution. For more information, go to adesisgraduateschool.org. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. The triangle says that you have few policies. That's why God gave us only ten commandments. Even that is difficult to fulfill, is it? Then we have a lot of mitzvot, which is called in Jewish language. A lot of other rules, maybe 360 of them, and tactics, millions of them. The way you differentiate them is policies should be for the long They don't change too frequently. So they deal with the mission and the mission for the long run. That's why you should have few policies. Strategies are for the intermediate run. You can have more of them. The tactics are for the immediate run. You can have a lot of them. But be aware. Be aware. 
what will happen to a tactic that was implemented, succeeded, and survived, and now this tactic is not for the short run, but it survives for the long run. We repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, and after five years, what happened? Not a tactic anymore. It's now what? Because it did not change? What is it now? A policy? By the way, personal life, it's called habit. First, you do some small thing, you know, just uh, just a cigarette. What the heck? I'll repeat it, another one, and another one, and another one. And what's happening? You're developing a habit. And if you continue with the habit, you're actually developing your character. That's who you are. It gets deeper and deeper. The same thing for a company is a tactical decision that does not change. It survives, and down the road becomes a policy. And why? why so, so what? Oh, it's very important. Instead of your mission and goals driving the policy, and the mission is driven by the future, as you anticipate the future to be, it is now the past, past tactics that determine the policy, which drive the goals, which drive the mission. So now your mission is driven from the past rather than from the future. It's like driving forward, looking at the rear mirror. That's what happens to bureaucracies. That's what happens to some military organizations. That's what say the generals fight the last war in the next war. <laughs> they fight the last war in the next war. Or something else can happen, that the policies change very frequently. That's when you have an entrepreneurial type at the top of the organization that changes his mind or her mind frequently, that says, it's too late for you to disagree with me. I already changed my mind. And they change all the time, macro decisions, strategic decisions, policy decisions. They say, this is the policy. From now on, that's what we are going to do. And what happens? The change is the next Monday. If you change policies too frequently, what are they? They're not policies. They look like policies, but they really are not. They're called policies, but what are they in reality? Tactics. Because tactics change frequently. Policies should not. That's why a lot of entrepreneurs are really tacticians. They're constantly you know, running the business by the seat of their pants, changing director all the time from one tactic decision to the other, and they believe that these are strategies. Strategies are not designed. They throw mud at the wall, whatever stuck, that's our strategy. They try things out, shoot in the air, whatever they hit, they say that was our strategy. Well, that's not strategy. That's tactics. Parading like a strategy or parading like policies. And that's one of the anomalies in management. Be sure that policies are policies and tactics are tactics rather than parading like each other. You can do, uh, I like to do it on a documented. Just imagine that you have a three-ring binder. Start with the three-ring binder and then you can put it on the computer. And the streaming binder has different pages, different colors. Some pages are in pink, some pages are navy, navy blue, and some are white. On the
the pink, I will write down policies. On the baby blues, I will write what they call rules. Really, these are strategies. And in the white pages, I will write down the tactics, which I call guidelines. So this is a book of policies, rules, and guidelines. And when you look at the trading binder, you should see a lot of white pages, less blue pages, and very few pink pages. That's the right way to do it. And uh, what are the guidelines here? Policies, let's start with the guidelines, the white pages, the tactics. You can violate them without asking permission. That's why it's tactical. Because down there, when you're in the field and you have to do something to achieve a goal, you make a tactical decision, you don't need the permission, you just do it. These are decisions, guidelines are decisions that are accumulation of organizational memory. And we suggest you do it this way. This is what works, this is what doesn't work. It's up to you, use your judgment depending on what the conditions in the field as you're working. Nice. What are rules? Rules also you can violate, but as different from guidelines, you have to report that you violated the rule. Why? Because maybe you need to do damage control. Maybe there was a wrong decision. Or maybe when it is a wrong decision and repetitively wrong, then maybe we should make it a policy. Or maybe it's not that relevant. Maybe people changing or violating rules all the time to the degree that maybe it should be a guideline. So let it go and don't, you don't have to report anymore. So rules are decisions that you can violate because in the hot pursuit, when you're in the field, you are not going to start calling the home office to get the permission. And those you can violate, but you have to inform whoever made the decision that you violated the decision so they can deal with it. It needs to be dealt with. What are policies? Policies you're not allowed to violate without permission up front, period. If you violate without permission up front, you're fired. I'm serious about it. Policies are not to be violated. You see, now what you have is guidelines, you have rules, and you have policies. Why you need this distinction? Oh, because words mean different things to different people. If you have a bureaucrat, type A, hope you have listened to my previous broadcast, and you know what I'm talking about, the administrative type, the bureaucratic type. When they tell you, I suggest, which sounds like a tactic, which sounds like a guideline, but really, if you have experience with this person, you realize you better listen to their so-called suggestion, because if you violate it, you are in deep, deep doo-doo. It really is not a guideline. What is it? Every guideline, the issue, it really is what? policy. Why? Because they go bananas if you violate quote-unquote their suggestion. You better comply. They're control freaks. So it's really not a suggestion. It's really not a guideline. It's really a policy parading like a guideline. 
And if you work for an entrepreneurial type, the creative, imaginative, changing direction on the dime every 20 minutes person, when they tell you, this is the policy, it really is a guideline. Why? Because everybody's violating it, starting with them. They are the first one to violate the policy. In order to have some consistency, predictability of behavior in the company, independent of the style of the person, you have to define what's a guideline, what's a rule, and what's a policy. Put them in a screening binder, and then put them on a computer with different colors, or with different know, files. And this should be a quote-unquote living document. Policies over time can become guidelines, and guidelines over time can become policies depending on the experience you have as a company. What's happening? You're creating a learning organization. Stealing from Peter Senge, the word learning organization. We are learning and we're interpreting what we learn into policy strategies and, guide, and, and tactics or policies, rules, and guidelines. So now we have two triangles, a teleological triangle, mission, goals, objectives, and tactics, and a triangle of uh, triangle of decisions and the degree of uh, uh, enforcement that you're going to have. So we have the what, why, how, what is missing, who and when. Here is another triangle which is parallel to the first two triangles, and this is a when triangle. And across from mission goals and policies, you write the word long-term. And across from strategies and objectives, you write intermediary term. And down at the bottom of the triangle, write short term. And one more triangle. Who? Policies. Objective, sorry, policies, goals, and mission, top management. Strategies or objectives, executive level, whatever it is, next level. And the tactics is low level, middle management, whatever. Decide who does what, at what level is being decided. What are we having now is, should be a balance between what, why, how, when, and who. There could be other anomalies. The triangles are not in balance. They're not mirrors of each other after the break. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30 minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. 
top leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about top leaf, visit www.adesis.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30 minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. Voice America Business Network the bottom line in business. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's one 866 Four seven two five seven nine zero, or send an email to Yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. Oh, well, what could happen is not only the tactics become policies because they don't change over time. So now they're not short-term, but they're long-term. Well, that's what makes them into policy. And uh, you can have another one that um, policies change very frequently. If you look at the triangle of when, they should be long-term. If they change for the short-term, there is no balance between the triangles, and now policies are really tactics. But you can have another one. And it is that the triangle of who, top management, that triangle is going all the way down so that the tip of the triangle is at the level of the bottom of the other triangles. What does it mean? Top management is dealing with tactics for the short term rather than with the long term and the mission and goals. Can that happen? You bet. You bet. How many companies are really go to the executive committee meetings, even both of directors, they're dealing with immediate decisions. There is no strategic thinking. There's long, long-term thinking. Why? They're driven by the quarterly uh, earnings per, per share. They're driven by immediate pressures. All wrong. But you also don't want to do the next one, is to take the triangle of who and lift it up so that the bottom of that triangle is across from the top of the other triangles. That's like a kibbutz or like the cooperative movement where everybody makes decisions about the future of the company. It's a New England town meeting. The whole 
town gets together to vote what we are going to do. That's what happened to the kibbutz movement. That's what happened to many cooperative movements. Everybody has a vote. Nothing can be done unless there is a consensus of a very large group of people. What's going to happen? It's not going to work. It's going to fall apart. We're asking too much. There must be a hierarchy. Sorry to tell you guys. There must be a hierarchy, balanced hierarchy, synchronized hierarchy between who, when, what, why, how. As you can see here, management is not as easy as just decide, make the decisions and implement. There is an art to it. There is an art to it. There is a roadmap. There is a direction. There is a sequence. And all of it together, what does it mean? You have to be conscious of what you do, how you do, when you do, why you do it, and with whom you do it. It's not an art, it's a craft. You have to be a craftsman. You have to know what you're doing, do it well. And you have to learn from experience. And you have to learn from experience of others. And I hope that this broadcast, my material that I'm presenting to you, and I recommend to you if you're interested to read my books, I have 14 books, go to www.adizis.com to the store. I have it in 26 languages, as a matter of fact. Or videotapes, 34 videotapes, 12 to 22 minutes long, where we discuss this subject in more depth. Or seminars and courses at Adizis Graduate School where we give doctorates, masters and doctorates in this material in organizational transformation used under this methodology. <clears throat> Unfortunately, business schools do not teach this material. They teach finance, they teach marketing, and teach strategic planning, and they teach supply chain management, human resources management, assuming that if you know every piece, you know the totality. Putting the totality together is an art in itself, a science in itself, a process by itself, and the sequence has to be right. Sneezing and wiping your nose is the right sequence, but many people first wipe their nose and then sneeze and don't realize why they look ridiculous. Management is a systematic, systemic, holistic, conscious, participative, way of managing organizations with their successful, healthy advancement. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you very much, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week for Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. 
Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and a successful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Dr. Ishak Adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world. He has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management. Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Adesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself or as a gift today.